Hello, everyone. Welcome to Omega Season 1, Episode 8, Part 2. I'm your host, Vanessa Brown. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Dr. Geneva Levy Fleming is here with us again at the Amago Studio. She is a professor in higher education. She is a licensed clinical social worker and ordained minister. Her 40-year career comprised of leadership positions in health and human services. Her knowledge and expertise encompasses personal, professional, and leadership advancement, social-emotional competence, and strategic management. Dr. G, as she is affectionately known by her students and colleagues, cheered the Voorhees University Legacy 2022 National Convention, and she was inducted into the 2022 Voorhees University Hall of Fame. Dr. Fleming is a servant leader who has used her expertise in organization effectiveness to assist institutions achieve their accreditation aspirations. She is a published author, and her book, Building on a Firm Foundation, is available on Amazon and other major book outlets. Dr. Geneva Levy Fleming is married to Mr. Walter Fleming, Jr., and they have five adult and five grandchildren. Most importantly, she is my aunt. So thank you for joining us, and we are excited to have you with us this evening. We are going to continue our conversation from last week, so let's jump right back into it. So Dr. G, tell me, or let's talk about what do you think is the reason or the connection between the mind and the unwillingness to change? Because we, we mentioned, like, in your book, you talked about, you know, the, sometimes, like, the pushback, mm -hmm. you know, when you try to mm -hmm. approach people about mm -hmm. changing for the sake of excellency mm -hmm. in the body. So talk to me a little bit about that. What do you think that connection is? Oh, it's, it's quite a dynamic um, connection. So it's so dynamic, it's, it's dynamic yet subtle. Mm -hmm. so, so, and so subtle that people tend to not give recognition to it. Mm. And, uh, and the lack of recognition you know, can be the beginning of problems or challenges <clears throat> or situations. So once we understand the mind, I see you got book on psychology and sociology on your shelf. When we understand the mind we know that it is made up of some it is made up of some character dynamic characteristic that mm -hmm. make us who we are you know it comprises our will mm -hmm. oh my goodness our will our emotions mm -hmm. and then you know we can all sum it up as a soul our soul our soul mm -hmm. our soul some people and I'm glad you're ha we're having this discussion because people want to make the soul and spirit the same. They are and not the they're same. They're not. They are not. The soul and the spirit is not the same. 
So the, the soul is, is another term for the mind, um, our will, mm -hmm. our emotions, mm -hmm. our imaginations, mm -hmm. all those things, right? Mm -hmm. Those things that can make us, can make us like God. Mm -hmm. God created us he this did. way. Right. And he created us with the ability to choose so that he gave us, because if we didn't have it, we'd be like puppets. We wouldn't have the ability to choose. And just what he said, it would just be that. Right. But he is such a loving God. Right. That he says, okay, now, I, I, I wish that you would choose life, that you mm -hmm. would choose love, that you would choose my way. You know, but I love you so much. I'm, I'm going to set this up to you give you a choice. choice. You choose. Right. And um, we, I believe we mentioned last week about Eve in the garden, mm -hmm. right? She and Adam had everything in the universe at their disposal. Yeah. Everything. So what was it then that would make Eve choose to follow the words of an adversary, mm -hmm. an adversary, right? Mm -hmm. It was in her mind. She had imagination. She had some mm -hmm. thoughts about what her life could be like. I can't, I in this day can't begin to imagine right. what those thoughts were like when you have everything, right? Mm -hmm. But she exercised her will, which was against mm -hmm. the will of God. And there, therein began man's trajectory down another way. And thank God we had a second Adam, mm -hmm. you know. But the mind truly is that place that of discernment, is that, is that place that, this, that, that decides which way are you gonna go? Are you gonna go with this? Which road you gonna choose? The smooth pathway or the bumpy road, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And you see it play it out throughout every, even in television and the media, cartoons even. You got good guy, bad guy. Right. And we always want good guy to win. So the mind is um, a terrible thing to waste, like the like the um, United, United Negro, Negro College, College Fund, right, right, right. It is. So dynamic. They say it's a terrible thing to waste, but we need to cultivate our mind. Mm -hmm. We, the mind needs cultivation because if we leave the mind to just run on its own, to just live on its own, run away. it will run roughshod through your yes. life. Yes. You know, we have days when our minds want to take control of our day. I, I'll speak for me. <laughs> I don't know about the rest <laughs> of the universe, but before I get up, before, before I start my, my, my time with the Lord, before I even say good morning, Holy Spirit, there are thoughts about what I need to get done. You got to mm -hmm, do this, mm -hmm, do this, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And I have to say, shut up. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I speak to my mind. Mm -hmm. and you I have sometimes to. I have to often say, take a back seat. Right. You know, Let my spirit get in control. Yes, you follow the mind of the spirit. <laughs> right. I have to snap. Spirit get in control. And say, you follow the mind of the spirit. So the mind is so important. And um, I was speaking to congregation one Sunday and it became so clear to me that, that is, that's a problem. That's a problem mm -hmm. because especially in this generation, I say this generation, I'm thinking about, I have children, my, my youngest is 31 and I have uh, young adult grandchildren mm -hmm. and, and they are of the mindset I feel so. I feel like so. Therefore, so therefore, it's it right. It's good. It is right. Mm -hmm. I feel therefore it, it is. is. 
And um, I, so, so I'm understanding, <laughs> though disappointingly, I'm understanding how that generation would do that, but then, uh, or believe that way and function in that way. But then there, there are people, seasoned Christians mm -hmm. in the body of Christ who may not be as vocal as the young people, but they're doing the same thing as well. Mm -hmm. They give way to their mind. So, so we can't do everything our mind tells us to do. Right. We have to bring those thoughts under subjection. Thank you to what we know is true according to the word of God. So therein lies a piece of work that perhaps the body of Christ has been lazy. And that and that is okay, so there is a, a revelation that I am now receiving. Um, and I'm glad you brought up the word no. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. that is that's what I am now understanding. What is it that we really know? What is it that the body of Christ really knows? Ooh. How well does the body of Christ know Christ? Do we really know who we are? And so that's why I got this call for this podcast at this time because it's like you I am like you know I I am I am in ministry I am like I am at this point I I am seeing like in my own life I am I'm seeing signs miracles and wonders mm -hmm. and I'm like mm, I'm expecting greater works mm -hmm. I'm expecting to see, and I'm going, God, why, why am I not seeing? Why is it not happening? Because I, I believe you. I, I see it. And there are, I know there are others that, but it's not, it's not manifesting. Where, where is it? And then I'm, and he's like, uh, yeah, they don't. There are a lot of people that don't know me, Vanessa. I mean, they're there. Don't get me wrong. They, they, they love the, the me they think they know, but they don't, they don't know they me. Don't know. And it's not, it's not their fault because how, how can you know if you don't have a teacher? Or, and we do a lot of shouting. We do a lot of singing. We, we do a lot of dancing. We do a lot of clapping. We do a lot of reading, but you're reading, but you don't know what you're reading because there's reading and then there's comprehension. And then there at the end, the end result should be revelation. Correct. We have to go beyond reading. We have to go beyond rituals and routine. Correct. We got to get to revelation. Revelation. Where revelation, we're not getting to revelation. We're not getting to revelation. Because we're stuck in routine. <laughs> this is the way you do it every Sunday. You have... Our, the, my latest church did away with programs. You know, when I say, when, I mean outline. Uh -huh. You know, we're going to do this from this, this time this. to this time. And, then, and, and the, for the reason of letting Holy Spirit have his way, because whose service is it? And if we're inviting him, I mean, we're inviting him in and then we're going to tell him what to do and when to do it? No. So we got away with that. To, so that Holy Spirit can have, have his way. And um, it's so many in the body of Christ is still stuck on 
what's going to happen next. And then what time? What time? You, when are you finished? You, right, you know, just, I got a game to watch. And or, I'm like, so what's going? Eat. What are you? What What's going to happen when you? How 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 is How How is the miracle going to manifest when you haven't waited for the manifested presence because you're giving him ten minutes to show up? Prayer, that's a part, right? So yeah. we should go to him in prayer. What is prayer? Conversation, right? It's communication. What is communication? One on one. It takes at least two, two. right? So it's not. You mm, talking what and it is, I'm done, amen, and go on about your day. You haven't even given a second for the for Lord him to, to respond. respond. You haven't waited because you have you, not waited. Yeah. Because you don't I, we we don't we don't know. And my whole my whole revelation was or is is that there was and it's okay because there was a time I didn't know. Right. It is you, okay. But you have to desire to know, right? Oof, this is such a wonderful conversation. I'm being blessed. I'm being blessed just listening to you. It's like you have to desire to know. And so, you know, I, I just did a, a study on the spirit of on the spirit of wisdom. And it's like you like the Lord is he's not going to even reveal his mind because yeah. we were just talking yes. about right. his mind. Mm -mm. He's not even going to reveal his mind to you if he knows that you don't have the right intention to want to know his mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What? <laughs> so, like he's. So we're dependent, right? So we're a body that's dependent on somebody else. <laughs> I heard one minister say, you know, this is during the pandemic, you know, everything's going virtual. And he's asking people, he says, grab your Bibles. And the majority of the church, <laughs> he says, now, you know, there used to be a time there was this thing called, it was a book, and it was called a Bible. <laughs> and anyway, he says, next Sunday, I want to see your book. You know, you bring your book, you know. So I, he was, he was, the object was, we have become so dependent. Mm -hmm. And um, the thing that he pointed out that's wrong with, not that it's wrong, the challenge is when you pull this to go to scripture, before you get to the scripture, ping, you're going to have a half dozen pings. <laughs> that's going to pull your attention, attention away from right. what we really want to do, you know? So we have to, we have to manage technology and all the witty inventions that God talked about. Right. God, God put this in the mindset of somebody to create. Correct. It's a good thing. So we need to, we need to maximize the good out of it and not allow it to, to manage us. Thank you. Not allow it to manage us. But uh, this is such a deep and a, a topic about knowing um, that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, very near and dear to my heart. Because if we, if we had an iota of knowledge of mm. who we really are in him, Jesus, Jesus would be making his reservation to come, right? Yeah. He ain't ready. Now, he's ready. We ain't ready. He is ready. His bride is not ready. Right. And he says when he's come back, he says what he's looking for. Right. We got a lot of work to do. Right. There's wrinkle and dirt Everywhere. in the dress. <laughs> the wedding gown got wrinkles and snares and tears. And so we got to, we got to get it together. It is, uh, 
It's a sad thing. You know, the same, the same scripture, Jesus says, now these things you see me do, you do. You know, those greater works, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The greater works. So why, why is the body still looking to somebody else? So this is some time ago. I was in a conversation with a group of lead ministry, lead ministry leaders. <clears throat> and they were talking about the issue of homelessness. And then the minister said, well, you know, um, they mentioned a name of a, of a local nonprofit that used to do, he said, um, you know, such and such organization used to provide help for people like that, but I don't know nobody that's doing that right now. You know, and the problem of homelessness <laughs> is so big. And I'm looking around the group, you know, and I'm like, okay, that's a, it's good that they are no longer there, but you're here. Perhaps they are not here so that you can raise up and you, what about you was my response. What about you? And I said that to say they had no imagination mm. that they could do this. Wow. They had no imagination. They expect somebody, somebody else. else to do it. Wow. Wow. So um, I was just again <laughs> on this last teaching or that I was that I was just studying in Ephesians um, when he when Paul is talking about um, the manifested um, the manifested wisdom. Right. Mm -hmm. He says, um, let me find it right quick because you made me pull mm -hmm. it out when he says um, to the in, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. It's supposed to be the church that's showing the power, right? Minister Vanessa, the Bible says that the whole earth, earth is, is groaning they for the manifestation. They right? know. <laughs> Animals know. Everybody is waiting. It's like, what I know, I know <laughs> what you, you're supposed to have dominion. I mean, I know what you made of. Like, where you at? Where, where you at? Where you at? It's like every, every demon <laughs> and every demonic power, they know. They know. They know that you're supposed to be, so it, like they, every, everything is waiting. The whole earth. earth is waiting. The animals, the birds. It's like everybody fish, knows, but they're you. They're just laying around like they're doing this number. <laughs> when are these people going to rise up and do what they're supposed to do? But again, but again, it is, it is the mind. The mind. Until we can get the mind of Christ, the right? The mind of Christ has got to, it's, it's got to be prime, prime, premier. It has to be number one primary and but how can they know unless they're taught and so that you're teaching right now <laughs> and you're teaching and so for I think for me too it goes back to this um the knowing and then it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about the relationships um that if if I did not or do not mm -hmm. or ever had this mm -hmm. kind of relationship with somebody mm -hmm. to ever believe that I, it's even possible that some, okay, for example, Auntie G, if I didn't have the type of relationship that I had with my father, 
to know that my father really did trust me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with everything that he owns, mm -hmm. right? So I'm, I'm the last child born to my father. My father trusted me with everything that he owns. Mm -hmm. Vanessa, go do this for me. Go to the bank and take care of this. Go to the lawyer and take care of this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I have that experience in my head mm -hmm. to know that my father trusts me mm -hmm. with his belongings. Mm -hmm. and, and you, him, you want to um, prove yourself trustworthy. To my father. Absolutely. So therefore, in the context follow me, in the context of, of my mind, I can have a relationship yes. with God that way. Absolutely. Because I had that kind of earthly relationship with my father yes. that way. Yes. But we, but if you don't have that concept to believe that your father really will give you that much power to tell you that you have power to tell every demon to back up off That's of right. you. That's right. And that this is yours. The earth and everything on it belongs to you. Yes. You can tell cancer, no, you can't have my body. That's right. Right? You can speak to it. You can speak to it. Command it. <laughs> you know, you know, you you can speak to every situation. You can speak to it and command it. So you've had that experience. I've had that experience, mm -hmm. and therefore, which opened the door to trusting God, letting God in, having full control. But then, while you and I were born, somebody else was being born, and they weren't born with the kind of heart that your father had, your, your biological father had, or my father had. Correct. In fact, they never knew their father, or the father they did have was quite abusive to their mom, mm -hmm. quite abusive to them. As a matter of fact, I have a, I have a, a brother by another mother, mm -hmm. you know, who lives in Indiana, and he shares his story about how it was a challenge for him to really reverence, to really respect this God that we call father, mm -hmm. father, mm -hmm. because his picture of a father was Nothing. not good mm -hmm. because of the things I just described, the way his father was abusive towards him and the fear, literal fear <laughs> he would, he instilled in him as a little boy. So it was only until he grew up and became a man and, you know, purpose to give way to understanding this God, the father, mm -hmm. like who's this God, the father? And, uh, you know, brought him to his knees. In fact, he, he ministered an awesome Father's Day message once a year or so ago. So we then, those you and I and others like us who have had the experience, mm -hmm. and so we had a picture of God in our home, although we probably didn't even recognize it as that right. at the time. Mm -hmm. But we've had, we had the experience. We, we have to, we, we have to um, understand those who did not have that experience, um, be patient, uh, recognize the need mm -hmm. to, to teach, to, to help them get to that place of understanding. Because it's not going to happen without a teacher. Right. Because if they continue life in, the, in the, the, that trajectory that they know and don't have, they, don't, they, are not equi they aren't equipped 
If, if they aren't, if they're not giving an option, they're not given an option. Um, they hear about this God that we call Father, and if they already have an attitude towards their earthly father, and they have no reason to even get to know this heavenly father, they probably won't. So it's going to take patience, and it's going to take um, information and education and revelation, you yeah. know, for them to um, to do. To, one of your previous podcasts, you talked about um, Jesus ministering to the needs of the people the physical. first. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So um, the, the hierarchy, what Maslow, I was thinking Maslow. about Maslow's uh, hierarchy yeah, yeah. of needs, but addressing those physical needs first. And the same thing would have to be applied. So that's why we, we have to be um, <laughs> uh, routine and, and ritual busters, mm. really, through, through the teaching, because we sometimes within the body, we are so married to this is to the routine. This is the way we have to do it that we're just overlooking sister so-and-so there that's on the fifth row, you know, in your congregation. Right. Who is broken, who don't even know how to come forth to ask because of fear or shame or mm -hmm. whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's, there is a great work. Uh, Jesus is calling us to a greater work, but yeah. there's a great work to get to the place of recognition, you know. Um, and, and it's, we're talking about recognition. Um, I mentioned that global organization that I'm a part of. So we teach five um, strategies called the rumor time. We call it rumor time. Rumor time. Uh-huh. Sounds like a childhood play game or something. Mm -hmm. But it's very impactful, very powerful. It comes straight out of Romans, Romans chapter, chapter 12. But um, the five strategies are recognize, understand, manage, express, and reflect on your time, not talking about your watch, but on your thoughts, your interactions, your mindsets, and your emotion. Mm. So it's a deep and wide process. So when we talk about recognition, we have to recognize our thoughts, recognize how those thoughts are impacting our interactions <laughs> with ourselves and, and with others. others. Right. We have to recognize our mindset and our emotion regarding whatever that issue is. So be before we can get to a place of living, before we can get to a place of managing, we gotta first acknowledge, we have to admit, we have to see, we have to recognize. We have to recognize it. Oh, wow. And so there's this great work. People need to be able to see and, and recognize the fact that just because you went through these doors of this building that folk refer to as a church and you sat there for 90 minutes, you know, so what? So what are you taking away from that? Right. From that time when you were sitting right next door to sister so-and-so who is broken and you, how come you're, what happened? There's no, your spirit didn't even pick way. that up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nothing, no, there was no interaction with this person which is right next to you. So people come and go into those spaces and places. They come and go the same way they came. Yeah, they and they left leave the same way. The mm -hmm. same way, you know. So there's a there's that knowing, knowing and taking. We and we we all need to take personal responsibility. If each of us, we're in whatever space we are in, mm -hmm. recognize ourselves as a seed. Mm. Imagine if we were a seed. A Christ seed. Wow. 
And what, what, do, what do we do with seeds? What do seeds do? They germinate and make more. They and grow. they make more mm -hmm. and they grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I see many congregations, and I, I choose to call them that instead of churches, but many congregations, and they sit and they don't recognize that they're like a pod. You know, they're seeds. And they're not, they're different. They're very diverse because mm -hmm. they all have an assignment. Right. But they don't recognize it. And they don't even know they have an assignment. <laughs> they don't. Oh, it grieves my spirit. There's so much work to be done. Yes. There's so many that has gone on. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, one mm -hmm. of my favorites, mm -hmm. said, uh, um, may not be his exact words, but the richest place on earth is the cemetery. The cemetery, yeah. Because all those marvelous dreams and aspirations mm -hmm. are buried, right. buried there. Never, never got revealed. Never, right. <laughs> it was never revealed. Yeah. I aim to reveal. And I aim to help others yes. to reveal the Christ in, in them. them. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's that's what we're here and that's what we're all about. Well, yeah. you almost, I think, answered my next question, oh. but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> um, just to, to give you an opportunity maybe to expound on it a little bit more. But so what attribute or character of God can you testify about without a shadow of a doubt? <laughs> oh, gosh, I think calling it out, you know, calling it out and uh I I almost see do I even put do I even say it? But it's about calling it out. You know, like Paul when he was speaking to the Galatians. Mm -hmm. And um it's it's about pointing out truth and calling it out and letting people know who they are. It's not going it's not it's not going along with the false with the pretenses. It's like let's just be real. <laughs> this is let's just be real. You know, one of the things that I just wanted, I love Jesus Christ. I just love the way he, he did everything. But the scripture, oh my goodness, was, was this the one, um, anyways, when, when um, his disciples was asking, how would we know? <laughs> how would we know? Oh, this is when, was it Philip that says, show me the father, show us the father. When he was, tell, this is in John. Yeah, right? and he says, have and I been like, with you all been this time? <laughs> Come all on, time. all this time, and you asking me this question like right, this. Right. But when he says, uh, and then when someone says, well, show me the way, you know, mm -hmm. how, how are we supposed to know the way to go? <laughs> right, right. And he says, I am the way. The way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wham. <laughs> Jesus would just hit them like that. It's like, and so gigantic yet subtle, right? Mm -hmm. He. They've been with him all this time. It's like they know and they didn't know. Right. It's like, I believe what I'm seeing, but they, they, they were in this quandary, you know, the whole time. Right. And, uh, so it's, it's that bringing truth. It's like bringing truth. It's like getting, getting rid of um, the mysteries of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible tells us that uh, those of us who are in Christ, we are new creations, right? Mm -hmm. And so old things are passed away. Old way, the old things is mystery. This, and I, and I was, we were raised, I was raised up in a place where 
it's like, don't ask God any questions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a mystery. Mm -hmm. So, but Christ has come. Mm -hmm. And to those of us who are in him and he in us, he is revealing Dealing. truth. And so dispelling is no longer a mystery. Mm -hmm. the, the, we, we know, mm -hmm. we, we know. And we can have conversations directly with him. And he does speak back. Mm -hmm. Thank the Lord. He does. Yes. And so it, it is that, that characteristic of, um, you know, man would call it gestalt. When you think about de different theories, uh -huh. is dealing with the here and now and just, it's the truth of what it is right now. Mm -hmm. And I believe that is that character that, that uh, I'm aligned with. <laughs> so I'm, I'm aligned with that particular character. Um, that just brings the truth uh, no matter what. So I'm, I'm, and that's been a challenge for me mm -hmm. because I believe that there may have been some times when God told me to say something, but I care too much about the people to say. And then I have to deal with it afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. um, that ha hasn't happened lately, but it's like, and I don't know if you've ever experienced hearing more than what, what hearing more than one voice at the same time mm -hmm. it's like wait a minute like so you want me to tell them that right now right now god <laughs> really i'm gonna say that or 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 is that something you want to i need to just talk to the pastor about or right so or, you know some of those quandaries so i'm growing i'm still maturing myself but but jesus didn't think about it he just did. i mean well, i mean he, I mean, he probably did because you know, when, he, when they fed all of those people on the side of the mountain, um, the word said that, you know, when he asked Philip again, um, you know, where, where are you going to go get bread to feed all these people? And he didn't know. You, I believe you mentioned that. Yeah, in the he asked podcast. them to test them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it was a test, really. Because mm -hmm, the word said, because he already he knew what already he was going to do. He knew what he was going to do. <laughs> but it was an object lesson for, for them. The mm -hmm, for and it's an object lesson for us. Yeah, yeah. So really, he's asking you when you're hearing the two voices, are you going to say it, Geneva? Or are yeah, you, you're going to. Exactly. you going to say it or not? And I'm like, and I'm like oh, uh, these people are not going to let me come back here. Right, right. <laughs> and so what? So I have gotten to that so what place, okay? Yeah. In fact, I prefaced one message one time, and I said, well, <clears throat> y'all might not let me come back after right, this. Right, Have you ever, <clears throat> um, have you ever, <laughs> this <laughs> happened to me recently. We, I was in a meeting, and um, the presenter, it was, it was a small group meeting, so I mean, I had a, I had the privilege of being mm -hmm. able to speak, but, mm -hmm. you know, the presenter said something, um, and I said, the Holy Ghost just, and I was like, are we really doing that now? Yeah, right. <laughs> are, is that what we're, is that what we're doing now? We're just going to make kids, you know, take tests because we're trying to m make numbers? Like, come on, that's our moral imperative now? No, yes. And before I knew it I had out. said it, it was out. It was out. <laughs> and I could literally feel all the air just suck <laughs> right out of the room. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but I, I, I could not help it. I'm like, it's the truth it's the at truth. this point. Like, it what is. are we, I'm not going to be a part of that. No, yeah. I'm not. No, it's the truth. What yeah. are we doing? It's called disruption. 
And Jesus was the greatest disruptor. <laughs> I like that. And it's a, you know, it's disruption. Um, no, stop. Stop with the status quo. Stop with all of that. And you call the question. Is that what we're doing? You simply call the question. And because everybody knows that this is not Wrong. what we should be doing. They know it. And so why are we doing it? <laughs> That's Jesus, okay? That's a Jesus question. I'm like, why are we doing this? Y'all know this is not right. This is just... <laughs> Total nonsense. We're not. We're not. Yeah. We're not. Mm, we're not. Mm. Yeah. So he has all of these beautiful colors, just like the butterfly, right? And um, they're all so dynamic and so very powerful. Yeah. But that's one that I like. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask you that question. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you think is next for you? <sighs> fine-tune that curriculum that I've been working on and, and, and hearing how he, well, having it ready for however he wants it to be used. Okay. And he will utilize it. Um, and, I mean, I know he will utilize it. Um, and, and he has been, because he's telling me, you know, adjustments, um, what adjustments needs to be made with some of the topics mm -hmm. that is too broad because people aren't ready to receive it like that so i gotta break it down all the more so how he's gonna roll it out i'm not sure i don't know i might be in here uh sharing it with you or through imago or something i don't know but he knows yes he does and mm -hmm. we would certainly welcome that mm -hmm. certainly welcome that mm -hmm. well thank you dr geneva levy fleming um it was indeed a pleasure to have you um this has been refreshing mm and we welcome you back at any time. It's been my honor to sit and chat with you <laughs> and to just share with the people, you know, the truth about God and his word. He and his word is one, you know. Well, we certainly are grateful to Father for having you with us and the Holy Spirit for having his way in our conversation. We thank you all for joining us here at Amago, and we look forward to seeing you next Tuesday for we shall be just like him. <laughs>